bits. I uh, welcome to the podcast. The podcast. I mean, that can't that's feel good. That's the new. Uh, that's the new one. That's a new what? It's the new uh, song. No, there's none of these are songs. They're ne- they never come to fruition. There's nothing that. There's already an intro, and, and sometimes you sing it, and most times you don't. Welcome to the podcast. Podcast. The podcast. It's just, it doesn't. Pretty, uh. It doesn't make any sense. It's inviting. It's not inviting. It's friendly. It's off putting. It's lovely. It's awful. I'm Dave Anthony. I'm here with Gary Reynolds. Uh, we (laughs) are doing a podcast called The Dollop. If you're a first time listener, uh, you should go back and listen to the other ones. Yeah. That one's gonna suck. Wait. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just do me a favor. Go to another one because this is gonna be brutal. We get a lot of um, we do get a lot of people recommending them. Yeah, I see. Some, some of them are yeah. some of them are really great. Some of them are too like, hey man, this is a big, like this truck in a thing. Yeah, sometimes it's just like a like one story. Yeah, like, like that's yeah. not an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's one thing I have to tell people. I'm not I'm not going to do anything about uh, serial killers. Because people always say, to me, "Hey, what about uh, yeah. the baby killer of France?" I'm like, uh, I don't want to talk about the well, baby killer of France. Ferguson was hard enough to <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. You know yeah. what's funny? Baby death. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> keep going, Dave. <laughs> like, so there'll be no, um, there'll be no anything about serial killers or you know fucking rapists or anything like. Like, it's gonna be most that shit that's not funny. Rapists. Shit yeah. that's not funny. Yeah. Um. But I do understand why people think it's interesting, for sure. Like, yes. there are some interesting serial killer stories, but it's not... Once you get into that idea that people are actually being murdered, it's... it's yeah. Yeah. It takes a little fun out of it. Uh, for the most part, we won't talk about politics unless there's a crazy, crazy story. Um, I might do one about the... There's some There's some Mississippi election. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it's fucking insane. Oh, boy. What's been happening. Um, I'm sure it's all good. Uh, and, uh, so, but in, so unless it's a rare occasion, we'll probably avoid politics, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I it am. seems like some stuff dips its toe in the pool anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Like directly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I love the, I love that you guys are sending in, uh, suggestions. It's, that's very helpful. I've definitely gotten a few, uh, that I will be doing out of those. So appreciate it. Um, this is one of those. Alrighty. Um, so this is probably the baby killer. Uh, this is about a. Uh, this is about a. Who uh, we murdering today on the podcast? This Dave. is about a, a man who killed nineteen thousand babies. <laughs> Let's dip into it. <laughs> if only we had like a morning zoo noise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Ding dong. <laughs> the USS William D. Porter was a Fletcher class destroyer in the U.S. Navy. Navy. Not the namey. No, oh, the namey is uh, totally. harder. It's, it's so different. Yeah. Uh, named after Commodore William D. Porter. I would have guessed that. William Porter served during the U.S. Civil War and once steered a, his ship to safety, even though he was blind and severely burned by a pierced boiler. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That's a fucking hero, right? I mean, steered a ship blindly while on while he was blinded so the boiler blew up and like burned him and and as he couldn't see but he still s- steered his ship very crazy thing to be able to do well i don't think you can do it but someone must have been like okay turn left oh yeah hey why don't you let me take over no no they're gonna name a ship after me my boat my boat, my boat. right 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 <laughs> hard right harder right <laughs> I don't know where I am. My eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an important point because I think it relates uh, the story of, of William Porter very much relates to the the ship, the way things go with the ship. Well, well you okay? Blind yeah. is a perfect. Oh, boy. <laughs> the ship was known by the as the Willie D by the crew. Little nickname, love it, man. Willie D. Yeah, so hey, where you going? Going back to the Willie D. Yeah, yeah, girl. Sounds like yeah. Uh, it was one of hundreds of destroyers the U.S. built in a hurry during World War II. That's so they were good. like, we got yeah, we got to get a sh- we got to get some ships together. That's fast, good. fast, sh- fast yep. ships. Uh, it was put into service in July 1943 with a crew of 125 men. Now, because 
it was World War Two. Obviously, a lot of a lot of people were shipping out and going mm-hmm. off and fighting. Yep. Two fronts, right? Yep. Uh, and then you've got all the Navy ships. So there weren't a lot of experienced men to go around. Sure. Right? Because it's not like we had... Well, it's if like we're the building, ships. They were if, building the ships fast. They were making the right. troops fast. If we're building 100 ships, that doesn't mean we had hundreds of experienced guys hanging out. No. No. I don't think we've still cracked that nut. No. no I don't think still, so either. Still, it's attitude first. <laughs> yeah. Everything else second. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Um, so uh, there are 125 men on the ship. On the Willie D. On the Willie D. Uh, and aside from a few experienced hands, most were in high school or working on a farm when the ship was being built. That's good because I'm sure they're ready to. Yeah. Yep. Ru- get, just get on ready. Go to war. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> yep. What do you know about potatoes? <laughs> it's the same thing, except instead of stabbing spuds, you're going to be stabbing Nazis. <laughs> from the boat? Ah, uh, yep. <laughs> okay. All righty. Um,. So it was basically like a college frat running a ship. Oh, okay. That's how so they, I would picture this. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. That sounds fun. Uh, yeah. The Navy sounds fun. The Navy is fun. The Navy, not fun. Navy is not fun. No, don't know do the Navy. Navy. <laughs> um, they didn't have a lot of time for training. Again, that's not good. Not a good. Not a good thing to hear. Feel like that will come back. Why? Feel like we will hear about that again. Why? Well, because it's just not good. It's you not just good. Put a, you put a bunch of dudes on a boat and you go, go get them. Yeah, not good. What not, do they have to learn? A lot of things. <laughs> of the tremendous amount of and, oh, what like turning? And... Yeah, turning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just graze over it. It's very important. Shooting the the guns. Yeah, guns. Yeah, there's a lot to maintain. It's not just steering. There's a lot to maintain. Just put the boat. Have you have you ever taken when you were a kid? Did you ever take a plastic boat and like put it in a stream? I'm not even going to answer this. Okay. I'm not even going to answer same this. Same fucking no, thing. No, it's not. It's the exact same thing. I'm playing with the Willie D in a bathtub. <laughs> dip, 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 dip. I play with my Willie D in the bathtub. All right, move on. Um. So, uh... <laughs> After four months in the water of training, the Willie D was assigned to one of the most critical and super secret missions the Navy had ever undertaken. So, I mean, that's just like, there it is. I know exactly where we are. I know exactly why we're doing it. I get it. It's because of what you just said. What you just said is everything. It's That's what this is all about. Right. This is about the super secret mission a bunch of idiots went on. Right. So yep. what what you wouldn't do is like, hey, let's get a bunch of experienced guys on a ship to go on the super secret mission. No. You just go. No. The, hey, the rookies. Yeah, the rookies. Have a little fun, huh? Come on. Let's take these guys out and see what they got. We got a good feeling about the Willie D. <laughs> Time for a super secret mission. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that should be the attitude. President Roosevelt was traveling to French North Africa to meet with Churchill, Stalin, and Chinese Generalissimo Chiang Kai-shek. No one was to know about the trip until the commander-in-chief arrived safely. I mean, fuck. <laughs> What's about to happen? But I also don't... Like, they had... They had planes. Isn't it yeah. crazy? Is there it, no, is that what is about to happen? No, but I think it's such a crazy idea that that with with all the planes that are out there that they could have flown on. Yeah. That they would take a chance when all those German subs are out there fucking shooting up ships constantly. How long does it take too? It's like I think it was like I think it's like 7 or 8 days. It's not that long. No, not but that it's, still, it's still You're still like, going yeah. across the crazy waters. Yeah. Hey, let's not fly. I mean, I, were they shooting planes at it? Like, it seems like you could fly. It seems like you would be, you could be less trapped in a plane. Yeah, right. And the time. I mean, eight days to have where you could potentially yeah. get fucked up over. You know, maybe they didn't have maybe they didn't have seatbelts on planes. Still, <laughs> take maybe they couldn't plane. tie that wheelchair down. Maybe the president just needed a little Willie D. Oh, girl. girl. Um, the president's party, about 80 people, all slipped out of Washington as quietly and discreetly as possible aboard Roosevelt's presidential yacht and cruised down the Potomac River to rendezvous rendezvous with the Iowa at the river's mouth in Chesapeake Bay. So the Iowa is the big ship that he's going to be on. Okay. 
Um, For a minute, I thought he was going straight to the Willie D. Well, right now it sounds like an episode of Twenty Four. Yeah, 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 <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> down the Potomac. I love that they all get, they all okay, you guys, and they all creep out. They all creep out of the white. Yeah. Hey, Sarah, Sarah, why are you wearing white? Hey, don't yell at her. Everybody, keep your black hoods on. Let's get down on the dock and get okay. on the yacht. Okay. And now we're on the fancy yacht. <laughs> and now we're on the fancy yacht. <laughs> I love um, the pre- I mean, it's, it also shows you like how different it's gotten with the the president. I yeah. mean, he seems. I mean, that's a little. It seems a little ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Feels a little old fashioned to have him fucking sneak hit him on foot. I like, know. Come on, everyone. No, he's not on foot. Oh, well, he, they roll him. He's in a wheelchair. Oh, right, roll him. They're, sorry. Well, yeah, they're rolling him down the. So yeah, he's. My blanket. <laughs> My blanket. <laughs> ah, fucking polio. Glingity, 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 glingity. <laughs> it just seems crazy. It feels like no, the end of a movie. No, it's completely insane. A terrible movie. Yeah, yeah, a movie that's bad. Like one of the movies where they take over the White House. Like one of those crazy. Yeah, like White House Down. White House Down. It wasn't called White House Down, was it? There's, there were nine of them, but that it's was one always of them. down. That's the yeah. thing about the White House. It's always down because it's on the ground. Yes. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, it's different. It's on the ground. Different. Mm-hmm. I'm writing a movie called White House Boom. Oh. It's really good. What happens? The White House blows up. Oh. And everybody's the president. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's not good. It sounds great. It's good. And then Adam Sandler's not the president. Adam Sandler's not the president. Um, also on board with the Secretary of State and the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Wow. So everybody's on the fucking boat. Now, here's the thing. My family, when I was young, when and some families do this, when they traveled together, they would take separate planes. Oh wow! Just really? in case, your yeah. family did that. Yeah, wow. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but but like my, my my grandparents and everything. If everyone flew to a place, they would take separate planes. Wow. Okay. Because if one went down, yeah, there was someone to take care of the kids or whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't you fucking do that? Yeah. Wouldn't you put a guy yeah. in a fucking plane and a guy on a, like put a guy in a rickshaw yeah. and another guy like <laughs> what about like, haven't leave, you ever seen a movie? Leave a day or two apart, maybe. Right? Yeah, it's, a little bit of time. That's some, all. Some people take the plane. Some people take the boat. Right. Yeah. Let's all get on one boat. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. All right, guys. You got all the eggs. Just bring the one basket. Let's roll. <laughs> Worst planning ever. Hey, what But I feel like it's going to be fine. But if there's an alternate universe, this shit gets blown up. Yes. And and the world and the world is run by Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. We're listen, would things be that different? (laughs) (laughs) Obama. Yeah. Um, he's the same. He's the same thing as Hitler. Yeah, socialist. Um so the ship went down, the US would be completely fucked in the ship hole. Yeah. Uh, the forty-five. So they're on a forty-five thousand ton battleship. They're traveling up the bay from the berth in Norfolk, Virginia, to meet the Potomac. Uh, they had to they had to get rid of all their fuel just to keep from running aground in the river. And then they meet the president, and he hops on board. Okay, and they're good to go. And then they got to go refuel. None of it's none of it's a good plan. None of, that, that, none of it's a good plan. How did they get him on? Um, gangplank, I guess. All right, just rolled them right up. Yeah. <laughs> A little rickety, isn't it? Uh, Sorry, Mr. President. This is a great plan. That's <laughs> such a bad plan. Okay, now we're going to go refuel. Oh, Perfect. Christ. It's all Why coming together. Why did we just meet you out farther? It's all coming together. Um, the crew of the Iowa didn't know what their mission was until Roosevelt boarded. So no one knew. And then he came on board, and they're like, holy fuck. Is that guy rolling up here? Oh, they didn't even know it was him. No, yeah. the, they, not until they saw him. They were, because... <laughs> They originally going to be really weird. Originally, they were like, the crew was like, why are they putting a bathtub in on the fucking ship? Yeah. They were all like, what the fuck? Why is there a fucking bathtub? Shut up. Some of us are going to take baths. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Come on. Oh, oh, there's a, oh, the guy in the wheelchair. That's right. Um, the Iowa slipped silently out to sea with strict orders to lie low and make no radio contacts. And none of the ships can talk to each other. Okay. Good. The battleship was joined by two escort aircraft carriers, which provide air cover, and three destroyers to provide protection from the German submarines that were constantly attacking ships in the Atlantic. One of the destroyers was, of course, the Willie D. All righty. Was 
the co- SS College. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha Omega Epsilon here, baby. Hey, hey. Take those shots. That's an order. Yeah. <laughs> toga, toga, toga. Okay. Right out of the chute, things did not go well. Oh, boy. Uh, Captain Wilfred Walter of the Willie D. Yes. Uh, Wilfred Walter of the Willie D. Backed the Willie D out of its berth next to another ship in Norfolk, Virginia. There was a horrific noise. I'm sure it was. Or noises. Oh, boy. As Walter and the other officers looked off the bridge, they saw that their ship wasn't coming apart. The Willie D's anchor had snagged the ship beside it and was ripping off its railing, life rafts, a small boat, and various other pieces of equipment. What? So How they did didn't it... they didn't pull up their anchor. But they... their anchor was on another Well their anchor was like was like still down. Uh-huh. Or or like partially coming up and they went close enough to another boat that they hooked it. That they hooked it on and then just tore all the shit off. The I mean, look, boat. I don't know anything. I think I could run the ship better. Already. I know about the fucking anchor. It's a thing. I know that. Just pull it up and then go. Pull it up, then go. Yeah, it'd be yeah. like, no, get it all the way up. I don't know. You can do both at once. Let's roll. Let's roll. What about the anchor? Roll. Go. Um, the Willie D's damage was limited to scratches on its anchor. Like in Caddyshack. Remember in Caddyshack? Yeah. Hey, you re- you hit my boat. Yeah. <laughs> you scratched my anchor. Oh, you scratched my anchor. That's what it is. Yeah, sorry. Uh, because they were rushing to meet to Iowa, Captain Walter only had time to make a quick apology before his destroyer continued on its way. Uh, sorry about that. My bad. Catch you guys around. I'm going on the special mission. Hit the gas. Hit the gas. All right. Sorry about that. Good luck. Special mission. Um, Sorry about taking your uh, safety boat. <laughs> Seems like you could really use it right now. Jesus Christ. My bad. <laughs> Later. See ya. The Willie, Me- Willie D met up with the Iowa and other ships, and they got underway. The sh- ships traveled at high speed all the way across the Atlantic with the smaller destroyer, destroyers struggling to keep up. So they're smaller boats, so they have a hard time keeping up. Okay. Uh, even at maximum speed, the trip would take eight days. So there you go. There's your answer. All right. Eight days. Eight days. So during the voyage, the ships and their crews continued with training and drills that they normally conducted when at sea. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Keep up appearance. Learn a little bit on the side. Right. Sure. Keep learning. Yeah. It's a learning boat. Yes, which is good. You always want to be learning while you're on the boat. Especially when you're protecting the president of the United exactly. States. Yep. Who can't walk? It was important to keep the men busy, and in the case of the Willie D, to better prepare its relatively green crew for life at sea. About 48 hours into the mission, the ships were making their way through an area known to be infested with U-boats when a large explosion suddenly rocked the water. Firecracker from the Willie D? The Willie D was doing training exercises. Oh, no. Dropping fake depth charges. But the crew... Forgot to disarm their anti-submarine weapons, although they didn't drop they didn't drop the depth charge into the sea, as you'd expect from the story. It just kind of rolled off the deck. Wait, and exploded. They. <laughs> I mean, how? What? So, so they're supposed to be dropping fake. They're supposed to be fake dropping. Like, you fake drop them. Like, you go, dropping one, but you don't actually drop anything. Dropping two, and you don't actually drop anything. Also, they're supposed to be, like, not armed when they're... Yeah, that so, makes sense. So it's armed, and it's just laying on the deck. And somehow it rolled... Someone must have rolls? hit it. Rolls? Like, rolls off? <laughs> rolls? <laughs> I mean, it's not a can of beer. No, it, it's like a keg. Yeah, okay, it it rolls off the deck, yeah, and and it blows up, and it explodes. (laughs) Happens. This kind of shit happens. Yeah, all the time. You've heard about it a million times. Um, so everyone flips out. How's Roosevelt feeling right now? (laughs) Good, feeling good. I'm sure he's feeling real good. Everyone flips flips out, thinking the president is about to be killed. Um, all the ships start evasive maneuvers. So they're all doing their fucking plan, like get Damn a, radio. I'm sure, planes are fucking taking yeah. off from it. Yeah. Everyone's fucking going ape shit. And then they Willie D 
It was like, oop. Uh, I'm, hey, everybody, sorry. We anchored again. <laughs> we pulled another anchor. They're like, you know what? That was our bad. Good um, news, bad news. Good, uh, good news. President's going to be fine. Oh, uh, bad news? We're really bad at this. Okay. We let a missile drop off our boat. Um, the Willie D was lucky the depth charge uh, sank a ways before detonating because if it had detonated quickly, it would have blown the stern off the ship. That's a problem. Well, you, you need a stern. Yeah, that's a problem. Stern, sterns in boats are necessary. Yeah. Can I get a can I get a ship without a stern? No. Okay. So uh, everyone was like, "Willie D, you fucking suck." That's it. Time out. Time out, Willie D. Time out, Willie D. Go to the corner. Think about what you've done. Uh, God apparently felt the same way because the Willie D was hit by a freak wave, <laughs> stripping everything that wasn't tied down overboard and washing a man off the boat who was never seen again. So just this random wave. Is like whoosh, fuck you, and that's it. That, <laughs> one that, guy's like, one guy, yep, see you later, Larry. Oh, fuck. I'm in the water. <laughs> uh, the wave also knocked out the boiler, so the destroyer had no power and fell behind the other boats. Which the other boats are probably like, good, yeah, gas it, go, fucking go. lunatics, go. Um, Admiral Ernest King, who was in charge, called the Willie D and told him to get their fucking shit together. Good. And they did not. Really? At this point, FDR asked to see a demonstration of how the crew would react if they were actually attacked by Germans instead of one of their own ships. Well, he just saw. (laughs) Not well. (laughs) What would they do? Well, we'd drop the anchor and uh, rip a ship apart and drop a bomb. Show them. There you go, girl. There you go. Willie D. Hashtag Willie D. Roosevelt wanted to see how the ship would perform if it was attacked from the air. Okay. All right. So. It's just from his bathtub. Show me how it would if there were an airstrike, please. <laughs> like to see that. Come on, guys. You know how we're in radio silence? Let's shoot some shit. Yeah. <laughs> the way drills work is that balloons are released into the air, and then the crew shoots them with anti-aircraft guns. Wait. The... So it's like target practice. Okay. So they, they release balloons, yes. and then they shoot them with their guns on the ship. Okay. Like you would shoot at a plane that's, sure. that's floating like a balloon. It seems very strange. Um, you want to see how we train? We train hard. Let the balloons go. <laughs> Come on. Give them some licorice. We'll show you what we do here. We shoot slingshots at these balloons. Fuck you, balloons! Yeah. Um, these balloons don't stand a chance. So, so the... Iowa, so they release the balloons, and Iowa starts shooting the fucking balloons out of the sky. They're just lighting them up. USA. Lighting them up. Now, some balloons, they miss. And those balloons float over toward the Willie D. Captain Walker. What? What is? What? what? How is the Willie D what? going to fuck this up or react to this poorly what? or something? No, 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 no. I do know that. This could be the success story. It is not a success story. They're never success stories. <laughs> There's never been one success story. You tried to tell me Rainbow Man was going to be fine. He was okay. Yeah, no, he was not. He's safe. He's not safe. He's safe now. He, well, he's safe. No one else is. <laughs> um... Captain Walker wanted to make up for his mistakes and get a little career redemption. Oh, no. Not the headspace he should be in. So he was like, hey, fuck. Hey, let's double let's down on this shoot, balloon. Yeah, let's shoot the shit out of these balloons and show these guys what we're made of. But these balloons are are on the ship? No, they floated. No, they're, they're just they're coming floating. towards them. Yeah, they're coming. They floated so they're coming towards the them, which means they're coming from the direction which the other ships are. Uh-huh. So the Willie D decides that they're going to shoot in that direction, uh-huh. the direction of where the president is, most likely. Well, I don't know about that. They're shooting up towards the sky. I mean, but the still in the direction. The of, okay. Um, so they did it. They cool. shot the enemy balloons out of the sky. Right. All right. And what's, the, what's next? Because nothing went wrong there. Well. Did it? Did something happen? Well, then Captain Walker was like, you know what? We got more. Let's show these fuckers what else we got. Let's show them what else we got. Let's show them what we're fucking made of. No. So he ordered a practice firing of torpedoes. What? <laughs> what is he doing? What are you talking? It's he's 
letting no. everyone know that he's fucking got some fucking sacks the, the in his pre- pants. There's, there's the president's there. The president's got the sack. He's, the president's the, the the man. He's got the the captain is like I'm gonna show you. Well, I got I got some shit on my pants. I got I got some goodness. It's just it's like when a quarterback going into a game is like, I need to have a big game. He's gonna have an awful game. Yeah. So he's like, got to show him. Drop well, some torpedoes. You don't know this is going to go wrong. Oh, I know that it's going to go shot, wrong. They shot the balloons out of this guy. That was good. Yeah, but this is it's not going to ha- something bad is about to happen. So that this means they don't actually shoot torpedoes. They pretend to fire them. Still, they why? go load two one fire. We've proven that their practice sometimes goes into reality. Two one fire fired fired two one. So they take the fir- they fire the f- the first fake torpedo. Fire two. They fake fire the second torpedo. Fire three. And whoosh. Shut. See? (laughs) See? You asshole. Do you see? The sounds of a torpedo shooting out of the destroyer is heard. What? I mean, honestly. All right. Are we... I mean, are you fucking serious? What the fuck? Are we good? I mean... I love that they're... Like, it's... How hard is it to to not have a torpedo in your tube? Like you're doing a fake thing. How hard is it to to take all the bullets out of the gun? Let me tell you this. Uh-huh. When I light incense and leave the house, the amount of attention that gets paid to how okay that situation is <laughs> is crazy. Cuz I know it could, you know, it in a crazy world yeah. a fire could start. So right. you've got to be smart about it. How the fuck when you're doing torpedoes, are uh, how does it even happen? How do you even get? How do you even not check? Not be aware enough? I'm now. I'm wondering if you're Jamaican. You did <laughs> <laughs> I reveal too much? <laughs> there was a point in that. It wasn't about incensing me. <laughs> Just saging everywhere. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I don't... It's completely insane. Bananas! Because I even even... We're still in the midst of this point. You're, I mean, this is... We're not even done, and I'm already like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they hear the... They hear, they hear the swoosh of a torpedo. They hear the of a torpedo. And um, here's the other thing, is that... Oh, I hate the other thing <laughs> I don't like the other thing. When they decided to do the practice, uh, the training of the torpedoes. Yeah, they, you mean they, when they decided to fire a torpedo at the president? Well, they had to pick a target. No, I mean, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Why even do, why make it that one? Why make it that one? So. Should really show it's an homage. So the target they picked was the Iowa. So this, why? 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 Explain to me. Explain to me in what in what headspace this is this yeah a practice run no they're it's a, a firing on the boat <laughs> that the president's on somebody was like should we yeah yeah okay yeah wh- who else are we shoot at one hey, of the other ships we're the Willie D we nailed the balloon run <laughs> let's shoot a torpedo at Roosevelt <laughs> same thing. Okay. okay, so anyway, you were saying they've just shot a torpedo at the president. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I'm sure there's a little more. Uh, Lieutenant H. Seward Lewis, who witnessed the entire event, later described the next few minutes. <laughs> uh, a shit show. <laughs> just after he saw the torpedo hit the water on its way to the Iowa, he innocently asked the captain, uh, did you give permission to fire a torpedo? And the Captain Walker was like, what, uh, so what's a, so what, what's a say? Uh, uh, Put the torpedoes in reverse. <laughs> back them up. Back up the torpedoes. Back up. Beep, 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 beep. Here it comes. Beep, here it comes. Beep. It's right back in the tube. Uh, the next five minutes aboard the Willie D were pandemonium. <laughs> yeah, I and think that's fair. guys running into each other. Hey, um, guys, let's focus up. We just shot a torpedo at the president. <laughs> Have a quick aside. <laughs> Jump overboard! All right. Uh, everyone raced around, shouting conflicting instructions and attempting <laughs> attempting to warn the Iowa of shoot more danger. torpedoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now they're on a secret mission that they've created. So 
So they're supposed to have complete radio silence. Yes. The entire time, right? Yeah. That's the order. But this but this is a this pretty does, big deal. Seem, it feels radioable. Right. Doesn't it seem like this is we could actually because the reason you have radio silence is it, so that a a German sub doesn't know you're out there and it doesn't shoot a torpedo at you. I would so, say yeah. Right? Yes, it's it's for safety for the president. So now the torpedo has already been shot. We're probably in our worst case. Okay. So you do you pick up the radio? Yes. You do? Are you what about fucking the, telling what me? What about the orders? Radio silence. All right. So I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So what you're telling me okay. now yeah. is that they've shot a torpedo yes. at the president. Yes. They're panicking. Right. But they decide they're not going to use the radios. Well, they're following the rules. The rules were also to not shoot torpedoes at the president. That no, one's just nobody inferred. Said, nobody said that. Yeah, that's inferred. Nobody that's said that. That's insinuated nobody by the premise. Said it. That's insinuated by the premise of taking the fucking man. Nope, they only said don't talk on the radio. What should we do? Well, I just I know what we can't do is radio in. So I don't that, know. I don't want to lose my job. I, I know that I know if we use the radio, we're going to get fired. I don't know what's going to happen if the torpedo hits it. I assume we'll also be fired. <laughs> um, so uh, meanwhile, in a bathtub, the geniuses on the Willie de- D. The geniuses on the Willie D. Decide not to break radio silence to tell the president they shot a torpedo at him. Um, so they use signal lights. So (laughs) they send a signal man up top with a very important job. The little light. He does the light. Yeah. Morse code of light. Opens it up and closes it. But I guess he was a little bit freaked out. Yeah. And he. Yeah. He's He's a little bit panicked. First of all, five months ago, he was pulling up zucchini on a farm. And now. He's trying to save the president's light life with a light. Well, now he just has to find a way to signal other boats that uh, they've shot a friendly missile towards Roosevelt. <laughs> it's oh a hard God. message to communicate in the spur. Um, so he told the Iowa with his signals that there was a live torpedo in the water. One, two. I mean, how do you? What is that message even? I don't know. Well, I'm sure there's messages for torpedo torpedo coming. You know whatever. what is better? Is to just pick up the fucking radio. Okay, wait. This this might turn out fine. I I bet it is okay, but it could have been okayier. So he says torpedo in the water, and then the next thing he says is is that it's headed in the other direction. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, dude. I can't. I'm just gonna roll. So then he quickly realized that he fucked up, and he tried again. But this time... Oh, let me guess. <laughs> Instead of torpedo, he said teddy bear. This time, he signaled that the Willie D was going in full reverse speed. So, so everyone on the eye was like, uh, he said a torpedo is coming at them. Okay, nope. Uh, I guess he wants us to know they're backing up. All right, guys. So just to be clear... <laughs> The Willie D shot a missile going that way and is backing up. All right. Should we maybe ditch him? Yeah, one of the Iowa was like, okay, okay, thanks. Good to know. Let him know that we, that's cool. Do they have LSD on that? On that uh... Just wanted to let you know we're backing up. <laughs> In a, why is he panicking? So back up, back up, man. It's fine. Finally, someone was like, hey, maybe we should call them on the radio. Hey, it's been two minutes and a torpedo's headed towards the president. So they broke silence and screamed, Lion, which was code for the Iowa. Lion, come right quickly. So they're like, move your fucking ship. We shot a torpedo at you. Plus, we're going in reverse. I'm surprised they were even able to say that right. Uh, Hey, uh, Iowa, Lion, turn right. Also, we're backing up really fast. (laughs) We shot torpedoes in the other way. We're backing up fast. Lion, right. Roosevelt, being the coolest human being alive, asked the Secret Service to roll him over to the edge of the ship so he could see the torpedo approaching. Wow. Okay. 
That is pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> he's like, just don't get my cape caught in the wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. President, he's like, roll me. Oh, see this shit. I want to see it. If I'm going to fucking die, I'm going to die like a man. Bully! Uh, so the Secret Service pulled their guns uh, and tried to shoot the torpedo as it neared. All right. So we're just having a competition of who and knows Roosevelt, the least. And Roosevelt was like, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> shoot at it. <laughs> Well, that's kind of what they have to do. I mean, that's their job. Either that or, jump, that in, either that or jump in and get in front of it. I don't know. Maybe they could hit it and they might be able to. Okay. I mean, if you shoot a torpedo, I assume it explodes. I would think no, it's maybe hard. Not. I would think it's very hard casing. Yeah. I'm sure that the shell of the torpedo and, um, and is very the, hard. You probably have to shoot it. Yeah, you can't shoot it. I mean, it would be like in a movie when the guy's like, shoot the gas tank and he doesn't it. But it's just, it's not. I, I, no, it's hard to shoot. <laughs> yeah. But we're saying if you shot it, you're right. It probably wouldn't do anything. Well, yeah. It. Yeah, okay. Make, yeah. They probably not even had a hard case. Fun. Not even had a hard casing or not. Like you could just shoot it, and it doesn't mean it's explode. You still have to hit the yeah. detonator or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of riffraff in it. That's a stupid idea. But they had to do something. They had to be listen, like, well, their secret listen, service. Listen, they're already smarter than the Willie D. Oh, without a doubt. They uh, should have been shooting at the Willie D. Yeah, just unloading clips. The Iowa made a sharp turn, and the torpedo just missed the ship. Unfucking real. The torpedo detonated in the ship's wake about a hundred yards away. Then the Iowa aimed all her main guns at the Willie D. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm on the Iowa's side. Yeah. Time to be time to be stern dad. A little tough love. Because they figured the ship had been taken over and there was an assassination plot at hand. Of course. <laughs> or they were fucking idiots. Or either way. Our torpedo training drill went wrong. While the president was here, what else uh, could you assume? No, I know you. You can't be like they couldn't have really. They accidentally shot a torpedo at the president. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Captain Walters' final utterance to the Iowa was in response to a question about the origin of the torpedo. <laughs> His answer was a week. Uh, we did it. Ugh. <laughs> You know, like, you know when you're in trouble and, like, you, you know you have to, like, face the music a yeah, little bit and, yeah. like, it's just, yeah, it's just, you know, you feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Now, imagine it in this situation mm. when the reality is that you've just shot a torpedo at the yeah. president. Yeah. And, you, and I'm, I will say the phone's ringing, but the radio's clicking on. Yeah. And you know you have to get it. Yeah. And you're in charge. Yeah. And you don't want to be. You should. No, you don't be. want to pick that up. But at the end of the day, you're about to feel the call of, "Hey, why'd you just shoot a torpedo at the president?" Um, I mean, we had we had one, so so uh, we thought we didn't think it was there. In our defense, we shot two fake ones. Really, we did, well. we did shoot two fake ones. Really good. Um, they went. They fake fucked they were, up. They were ship. nothing, and we nailed our target. We nailed the fake ones. Yep. But uh, we did uh, shoot a. Uh, we did shoot an actual torpedo. It's um, you guys, our friends. Uh, so anyway, my bad. And uh, we feel awful. Uh, <laughs> did you hear about the anchor thing? We did? You remember what we did? Yeah, that was, that was crazy. That was fun. Hello, hello, was hello, hello. Walter then demanded his crew explain what had just happened. No one coped to it. Uh, uh, Captain Walter tried to assure the the Iowa that the whole thing was just an accident. This stuff happens. <laughs> you read about it all the time. So Admiral King was like, hey, uh, Willie D, can you get the fuck out of here or we're going to sink you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that was it for their big mission. The crew followed orders and sailed to Bermuda where they found themselves. <laughs> Look for the triangle. <laughs> Don't come back till you found the triangle, Willie D. <laughs> Um, they found themselves facing armed Marines who were there to arrest them. So they were taken off the ship at gunpoint. Jesus. Um, all of them. Every single guy on the crew. Uh, now, now are we, do we now envy the guy who got swept away in that big wave oh, a little yeah. bit more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound yeah. like he maybe yeah. got the yeah. <laughs> the long end? Yeah. He got the great perfect storm ending. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time an entire Navy crew, and the only time an entire Navy crew has been arrested. Arrested. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. All of them. Some of them. I was sleeping. You too, <laughs> fuckface. Um, the ship was surrounded by sea mines. So they put. So they they took everyone off the ship. They arrested them, and then they put sea mines around the ship. 
Now, at this point, are they operating from a point of like they could be dangerous killers or are they just like – we're so mad at these morons. What if it's a ghost ship? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, no, they're just so mad at them that they're like, right. fuck everything about these guys. Good. The crews were held, uh, crew was held for several days while a closed-door inquiry took place. The outcome was... Can you imagine? The outcome was delayed for several days until Torpedo Man Dawson admitted that he left the primer in the torpedo tube, which caused the torpedo to launch. Uh, I mean... After the torpedo launch, Dawson tossed the primer overboard to hide his mistake. Oh, God. I love him. These are just not... I love him. (laughs) These are just not people who are ready for this position. So everyone's running around scrambling, trying to save the president, and he's grabbing the evidence and tossing it overboard. Burn it! Burn everything! (laughs) Um, So the entire episode was kept secret. Nobody knew about it, you know. Really, we weren't it never proud got of that. Out. No, um, Lieutenant Commander Walter and several of his officers were sentenced to shore duty, where they were given obscure shore assignments. Yeah. So they're basically go go clean that fucking toilet, yeah. Captain Asshole. And they probably accidentally like launched torpedoes. <laughs> oh shit! We just flushed it. <laughs> to Torpedo Man Lawton Dawson was sentenced to fourteen years hard labor, but President Roosevelt intervened in his case and had him released. As the incident had been an accident. Okay. So that's cool of him. It's pretty cool. Um, he af- seems to be the most calm of anyone. Yeah, there's a reason I think he was the president for like 500 yeah. years. Yeah. Because <laughs> when there was a torpedo coming at him, he was like, roll me up the poop deck. <laughs> Let me get a gander. <laughs> I want to look see my death thing. <laughs> you shoot at it, I'll watch it. Oh, God. He's Let's so party. Good. Um, after 1943, the ship was commonly hailed by other ships with the greeting, don't shoot, we're Republicans. The Willie D became a black sheep. The Navy thought the ship might be better off in an assignment where it could do little harm. (laughs) One week later, the ship was sent back to Norfolk, where it was prepared to head to the Pacific. It was then off to the Panama Canal and then up to Alaska, where it was now stationed in the Aleutian Islands. <clears throat> Make sure those islands don't go anywhere now. <laughs> That's your job. All was well for a year, just cruising about in Alaskan waters where nothing happened. No, I'm sorry. You said mm-hmm. the phrasing of what you just said is what do you mean? troubling. Why? Because you just said all was well for about a year, uh-huh. which makes it sound like oh, Willie D's ne- damage is Just before yet. the Willie D was about to leave for reassignment, one of the sailors... On board, got drunk. Uh, At that point, he decided to shoot the big guns. I mean, he shot a shell, having no idea where it would land. Oh, Christ. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like a cartoon. Well, I mean, this is like, this is like, it's so crazy. It's. It's like if you wrote the screenplay, people would be like, okay, we can't do that. We're going to need you to be a little more realistic. <laughs> it landed in the base commander's front yard. What? Exploding in his flower garden. He just happened to be home while having a dinner party for fellow officers and their wives. <laughs> oh, my God. God, so great. Oh, my God. It's so great. Well, oh. Captain Walter isn't even on the ship anymore. No. It's just still the same assholes. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Well, you know what it is? I bet you, too, if you get assigned to the Willie D at that point, you are like, oh, I'm kind of like a fuck off. We're the Willie D. <laughs> kind of like, you know, when it's assholes like, like, are like, we're assholes because we're assholes. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, God, we called is. you assholes. Like, yeah. It's like Animal House. Yeah. Yeah. So now they get on the Willie D. He's like, it's party time. <laughs> I love a guy that shoots the fucking... Just pops a shell. Okay, so now the war is in the cli- in its climax, so the Navy decides to send the Willie D out for a campaign. Bad call. Mm. Now they have a more seasoned crew, right? It's been a year. They got more seasoned guys. The Willie D leaves the Aleutian Islands for the Western Pacific, performing escort duty to the Philippines and taking part in operations uh, at the uh, Gulf in uh, the Philippines. That's when it just hangs out with no, another okay. ship for money. This is when it goes great. The Willie D fought in a few battles and performed well. Probably because they had a new captain and experienced crew, but they fought well. In late March 1945, 
the Willie D was sent to Okinawa, where it patrolled far out in the ocean to intercept Japanese aircraft before they got in close to bigger ships. The Willie D's reputation took another hit when it riddled another sister ship with gunfire. Okay, that happens. In the Battle of Okinawa, that that happens. You what you you sometimes you see a ship and it's and it could be a plane. Wait, right and there. What? You if you see a ship, you're like, oh, that's a Japanese zero. That happens. That happens all the time. That plane's in the water. Shoot it. <laughs> it's a water plane. It's a giant plane. Shoot that giant water plane. <clears throat> the destroyer did manage to shoot down five enemy planes. Okay. Great. So Willie D took down five planes. Great. On one patrol, Willie D was fighting off kamikazes. Did you know that? Do you know how many kamikazes were successful? How many? Percentage? What? Guess. 10? 3%. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Right? How, would, how could you do that so poorly? <laughs> it seems like it's, it's like your vantage point. Well, first of all, they were all on meth. Right. There, I mean, but the, the, are you telling me you're unfocused? Well, but you you might be. You're looking for cigarettes? Over eager or, you know, whatever else. <laughs> Too busy. Like, where's that Marlboro? <laughs> you're, for one thing, you're, jer- you're jerking you're off. You're jerking Well, the video games you're playing, too, at that point. <laughs> um. So on June, <laughs> that's gonna be so fucking weird though. When you're just like, God, none of them are hitting. <laughs> the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's hard to train for this, I guess. Uh, in our defense, this is a hard thing yeah, to train it's for. It's actually a hard thing to train for. <laughs> uh, on June tenth, nineteen forty-five, the Willie D fell victim to an incredibly unique kamikaze attack. As one of the planes came in low and aimed straight for the Willie D. The Willie D's gunners fired furiously, trying to down the plane before it struck them. This time, their training paid off, and the crew rejoiced when the plane was shot and fell down short of the ship. Right? So they're all like, yeah, we got that motherfucker! (laughs) I feel like... But the Japanese plane was moving so fast that it hit the water and went underwater and continued to move toward the ship. It kept moving until it was right under the Willie D, and then it exploded. Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> the Willie D was lifted out of the water. All power was lost, and the steam lines were broken, and then fires broke out. The crew tried to fight the fires and fix the ship for three hours. Then the order was given to abandon ship, and 12 minutes later, it sunk. Not one man on the Willie D died. No one knew... Of the Willie D's crazy adventures until 1958. Oh, right. Yeah. Jesus. So the Willie D was taken out by an enemy plane that had already crashed. (laughs) The Willie D might be the only victim of underwater kamikaze piloting. (laughs) That kamikaze pilot was probably like, this is a really weird ending. (laughs) Did not see this happening. Who saw that coming? At some point, too. I oh, mean, fuck. yeah. <laughs> Kamikazes. They're like, I'll do a shot. Willie D. Holy shit, man. <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, the meat there is the fact that a torpedo was shot I at mean, the fucking present. I mean, come on. It's so great. Like, we're, we're really incompetent. <laughs> it's amazing. Because it's bad decisions that may, gave the possibility to that actually happen. Right. And that's what we do. We like to make rash calls and then oh, at the yeah. consequences. We're like, why'd you fuck up? I'll wait until I'm, I'm preparing a, uh, a, a dollop, which is the longest research one I've done on oh, the Iraq war. Oh, well, what's there to talk about? Oh, my God. What's there to talk about? Oh, you cannot believe it's so much worse than anyone ever understood. Well, I, I mean, not to jump ship, mm-hmm. uh, when you see the aftermath of, like, not enough people know about the, uh, what it's done to the generation, like the chemicals that we've oh. released and oh, like yeah. the mutations and the radiation and like, uh-huh. it's fucking unreal, but yeah. I'm sure you have, uh, it's hard for a lot. Anyway, dates. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I have a bunch of stuff coming. I don't know when this one's going to be released. Um, no, I don't know either. I but I have, just... a sh- I have I do have a lot of dates. Go to my um, DaveAnthonyComedy uh, dot com, uh, and my dates will be up there. Um, buy my album Shame Chamber. Um, follow us on uh, t- 
Twitter, uh, the Dollop uh, Facebook page. We have that. Uh, you can f- our subreddit we have on uh, the Facebook. Page. I've been looking at the Reddit and the Facebook page a little bit more. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and uh, and go leave a review on iTunes. That helps us out tremendously. Um, I don't know. This will probably go up after LA Podfest, but who knows? Well, then, what a great time it was. Oh, my God. How fun was that? You little drunk. <laughs> a little too drunk. Thank you. You're, little, uh, you're thanking me? Yeah. I was, on, too... I was actually on Hell at All. Oh. That makes... Yeah, that's why I wasn't moving. <laughs> yeah, you were so slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything? You anything? Uh, nah, well, I guess, no, because I don't. Don't know. Yeah, don't know when. Okay. But I'll be somewhere. boy. You know what I mean? Yep. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this this podcast. Uh, Listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help 